Welcome to the premiere episode of Tone Dev. I'm your host, the most beautiful, eloquent, smart, pretty much anything you can come up with. Best podcaster out there, Dev. I know that may sound a little bit cocky to some of you and that may come off as a bit crass. When, well, that's because it is. I'm very unapologetic about that. As you'll learn if you become a valued listener of my podcast. And I just want to thank, before I, I go into you know today's topics, I just want to thank all of you know my friends who motivated me to get up here and do this. And um, I really appreciate it. Uh, but other than that, all of the rest of you uh, lowlifes or, you know, whatever you do in your life, uh, I, I don't really care if you listen. I don't really care if you accept my opinions. Uh, I don't care if you judge me. Uh, frankly, you can go to hell. Uh, you know, I sleep good at night. You know, I have a good job. I have a nice place. I have a nice car and um, life is pretty good right now. I cannot lie about that. Life is definitely pretty good. So before we actually jump into it, I should maybe give you a little bit of background about myself. Name's Dev. If it's not obvious already, you idiot or whatever. I am uh, from Brooklyn, New York, you know, right here. Shout out to everybody in the city. Um, rest in peace to pop smoke i gotta put that out there um definitely one of the huge up-and-coming rappers who are coming up who had an untimely demise and that's never something that you know anybody wants to say but i just want to you know give my respect there because that was that was about to be a crazy scene but yeah i'm from right here from brooklyn new york grew up here uh, i attended syracuse university graduated in five years, um, not the traditional four years like everybody else, but fuck it, I'm out that bitch, you know? Yeah, so without further ado, we should just hop right into the topics. Um, the producers, you know, they only gave me a limited amount of time because they had a fear of, for whatever reason, that I would probably go over about two hours ranting about this and you know now that I think about it they're probably right dating you know I have a lot of friends and most of the time we talk about dating and we talk about relationships if it's not talking about you know how to level up or a project that you're working on or something that you're interested in nine times out of ten your friend is going to come to you about somebody they're either interested in dating or somebody they're currently dating and oftentimes i find that millennials and i believe that's people 25 is it i think it's like 25 to like 32 or something like that we're we're considered millennials um but most of the friends that i know and we speak about these things they're often very distraught and um it kind of leaves me perplexed a lot uh how somebody can be distraught or 
you know, care so much about someone they're dating. And what I try to do is I take larger, bigger issues or seemingly larger issues and I try to break them down into ideologies, small ones that if I follow, you know, these things will never become an issue. And one of those ideologies that I have for dating is everyone has their own agenda. Everybody, listen, you may complain about someone texting you some or lack thereof or lack thereof communication um, or someone may not be as interested in you or you as uh, as you are in them. Um, someone may not be showing as much effort as you. And a lot of the times we sit back and we're like, you know, why is this person wasting my time? Or why is it so hard for this person to unguard themselves to get out of their shell you know it's okay to send a text you won't seem thirsty but again oftentimes we find ourselves in those situations uh, mainly because people can't handle themselves emotionally and again I'm probably coming off crass but do I need to repeat what I said earlier honestly so back to dating Everyone has their own agenda. What do you mean by that, Dev? Duh, no shit. We all have our own agenda. What the hell could you possibly mean? Well, say you're interested in someone. I guarantee you that that person is also already interested in someone or has an idea of someone they would have interest in. And to compound on it, 90% of the time, hell, 99% of the time, I'm willing to bet it ain't you. That's where dating comes in. We try to convince another party that, hey, it is me. I, hey, I'm I'm the one. I'm a hey, look. I'm showing all this effort. I'm sending all these goddamn good morning texts. Shit. I mean, what a nigga gotta do? Oh, sorry, sorry guys. I'm just just having a flashback, but I'm back now. Dating. Is what you make it. If you go into it understanding that someone has their own agenda, it'll be a lot easier to date. Because then you'll understand that, hey, it's not about me. It never was. It's about that person's agenda. And yeah, your agenda may have been on that person, but clearly theirs is not on yours. And that doesn't mean that the person doesn't have interest in you. That's not true at all. However, 
their agenda has already pre-subscribed them hope of having a future with someone they may already have their eyes on or again the idea of that person so hey man stop beating yourself up you didn't get a text back who cares there are plenty of proverbial fish in the sea you don't need to drag something out or drag yourself out because in the end that's what you're really going to do because if that person really cared listen if someone wants you I know this is cliche but we we've all said this like if someone wants you they want you damn it it's it's not a a damn puzzle people don't let things go that they want People will do whatever to secure that bag. Shit, I know when I want somebody, I'm, I'm going to do what I got to do to secure that bag. But at the end of the day, you have to respect yourself. What is respect? What is respect in dating? You know, some will tell you persistence and, you know, double texting and keep trying. Fuck all that, man. Fuck all that. Yes, persistence in some cases is, you know, for sure it works probably, but that is already if you are a part of that person's agenda if you are not your persistence will be viewed as annoying or at the very least it won't get you anywhere you'll be on a string of text thinking that you're making progress All of the flakes, all of the missed calls, all of the naps, you missed all the signs. You missed all the signs. You gave that person the benefit of the doubt. And now on your 10th lap, now you're upset. Now you feel this person has wasted your time. Now you're angry. You're saddened, you're disappointed, you feel ashamed. You feel like you're not good enough. And that's where you'll lose every single time. Because in reality, you are good enough. Well kind of talking in third person i'm talking about myself i don't know about you you yeah hopefully though but in reality you are good enough in reality you should respect yourself more 
because then respect will find you. You know, I'm a big proponent on putting out, you know, the kind of energies that you want to receive. And if somebody ain't giving you the time of day, last time I checked, you had a watch. I don't need validation or a time of a day from someone. And I just wish that more of my friends and, you know, especially my millennial friends thought this way. Because again, once you realize that something is out of your hands and out of your control, it becomes that much easier to, dare I say, control. Think about it. Think about it. Don't think too hard, though. Got a lot of shit to talk about. Music. Oh my God. More specifically, rap fucking music. Where are we? What state is rap in? The year is 2020. 2020. I was born in 1994. That was 25 years ago, 26 this November. And the way I remember music is so drastically different now, which leads me to think sometimes, yo, am I becoming this old head? Am I becoming this guy who, oh, that's just whack. And After reflecting on it, I've come to the conclusion that the music is is pretty good overall that we have. I think it's good music. I, you know, anybody that will sit down and listen to like Lil Baby or Gunna, the baby artists like that well minus the baby because he doesn't really do melody but I'm talking about like the melodic artists like Roddy Rich, Lil Baby whose project by the way is more impressive than I thought I must admit but that doesn't make it what I was used to And maybe I'm a fan on the outside looking in, but damn it, I got an eagle eye. I can see pretty good. And what it seemed like to me in the past, there was a vetting process and you had to prove your stripes. So then when you got to a certain level, a certain platform, your music was undeniable. Your impact, your flow, everything about you as an artist was undeniable. Who are these artists? 
I know that's probably what you're thinking. Well, let's look at Kanye, for example. Kanye was in the doghouse as a producer for Jay-Z and Rock Nation. Well, Rockefeller. They didn't want to get that man a shot. He had to prove himself. And out of it, we get one of the greatest artists ever. Drake. When Drake was signed to Young Money, he was a role player. A great one. But it was like God rest his soul. Kobe Bryant rookie season. You know, he got he got voted into the All-Star game but wasn't a starter. People knew. People knew Drake was going to be big, but he was in the All-Star game, but he wasn't a starter yet, not in hip hop. We didn't really have that respect for him. Twelve years now. 12 years later now I wouldn't go as far as say Drake is the most one of the most respected artists out there but he his craft is for sure respected among artists it's undeniable him as a person uh, I don't know that's a different subject for another day though point is now you have all of these microwave artists who don't have to go through the same vetting process. They don't have to prove themselves. So they create what they create and, you know, it's a bag run. Am I saying this about Roddy Rich? No. Am I saying this about Lil Baby? No. Calm the fuck down. I have a different take on them. And it's not their fault. It's this generation's fault. Making them rappers. Lil Baby can rap. Has some entendres in there. Roddy Rich was decent. But to me, these artists are more tuned in with production and sound and so i have deemed them melodist roddy rich stretches the vowels or the ending of or the endings of words period that's melody that's bending sound so it can rhyme with the word that's completely unrhymable. That's how people sing. That's how people create melody. So when you do that, to me, it washes down your rapping skills. Ladies and gentlemen, singing is not rap. Melody is not rap. I mean, Jesus Christ. Why is that so hard to understand? Melody is not rap. Period. You have a whole bunch of people out there 
you know, putting these artists under a certain umbrella that I frankly believe they should not be under. Is it good music? Sure. It's great. I love Roddy Rich. Is it rap? No. And when I speak about rap, I'm not saying you got to be out here, Nas, Jay-Z, triple entendres, metaphors, similes. Some people just don't have that brain. No. What I'm looking for is substance. What are you talking about? In my opinion, 50 Cent, who had one of the fastest rises ever, it's not lyrical at all. Would you compare him to Nas or Jay-Z? No, you wouldn't. But you felt his music. There was substance. Yeah, he talked about a lot of fly shit, but his flow was unique. And he delivered a story. I could picture the images of the things that 50 rapped about. Like, I could see them just flashing through in my head as he's rapping about it. That substance. There are plenty of rappers out there that aren't the most lyrical and have substance. He's not really popular right now, but Kodak Black. I believed in Kodak, especially like when he first came out. You know, he has a lot of illegal issues now, but another story for another day. But Kodak's music is very, uh, it's filled with much substance. Is he the best lyricist? No. No one ever accused Kodak Black of being a lyricist. But he's a rapper. He's a rapper. So let's start from this day on. We're going to call the, the Roddy Riches. The little babies, the A boogies of the world, the little techas, melodist, who happen to try to fit some bars in every now and again. Is it great music? It's phenomenal. I can't go in the booth and do that. That's for fuck sure. If I could, would I? You're damn right. So no, ladies and gentlemen, do not get this shit twisted. I have immense respect for these people I am mentioning. However, I'm challenging society and I'm challenging the norm to group these young men as rappers. How dare you? How dare you insult me to my face? Like I haven't seen what rap was the last 25 years. Rap has changed. Sure. But it's the difference between change and something being different. It's not as simple as change. 
it's a whole other entity. Biggie Smalls has a song, which is probably my favorite song of all time. It's called Player Hater. On this song, Biggie and Diddy, they go into their, their melody bag. And I think that it's funny. Because almost that song for that album was not a a song that they played around with. Don't get me wrong. But it was more so a song of a playful manner. That shows me that artists, especially in the 90s, found that kind of thing, you know, as a joke. It's a good song, but I'm willing to bet if the Notorious B.I.G. were alive today, he would tell you that that was probably a lot of fun and games when they made that track. And now you look at today and that's the main formula. Melody, that's the main formula. Making something or rather making a sound bend so it can fit your flow is a talent. But it is a separate talent from rapping. Rapping is putting words together in a substantial way that these words can come to life in one's head, substance. Does Roddy Rich do that for me? No. Does Lil Tekka do that for me? Hell no. Stop throwing these artists under the fire by calling them rappers or they're not. And then you just, you have straight up just trash rappers. Just trash. Lil Pump, <laughs> he's garbage. Jesus, like, I could go in the studio and do, do what he does. 100, 100%. Give me some producers. Give me an engineer. Let me get an A&R. Somebody write it. Let's do that shit. Let's do it. But whack rappers, they're they're a total a whole other entity. And then you have rappers who will eventually burn themselves out. And that their style is not made to last. A lot of people don't want to say it. The baby. Do I believe that the baby is one of the hottest out right now? Yes, I do. Do I think that his talent is undeniable? I also believe that. But here's where things get tricky. And he's even mentioned this himself in his own raps. 
saying how clearly how some people believe that his style sounds the same on everything. And what type of recipe is that? It's not a recipe for success. Ladies and gentlemen, the baby will not be as popular as he is two years from now. Two. This is a big year where we're going to expose a lot of artists 2020. A lot of people have to drop some heavyweight shit. And why am I saying this about the baby? Do I want to see him fail? No. Second thought, he probably will never fail in all honesty. Because these niggas is pulling in racks. What's what's a failure? But if we're talking about on a music scale, on a cultural scale of what success is in the rap game. Yes, the baby will fail. Where's my evidence to support my claim? 2016. Yeah, I remember the the freshman double XL cover. You know, you had like Uzi, 21 Savage, Kodak Black. Where is 21 Savage? Mind you, this was four years ago. They were on the 2016. Freshman Double XL magazine cover. When 21 was buzzing, we thought, oh my God, this dude, he's definitely here to stay. He's running everything. He was on like every feature I could look up at, every hook. He had. The media, everyone loved him. It's a knife. We all love 21. But the last two years, how would you judge 21's success in rap for someone who started out so hot? How would you judge it? Lil Uzi. Ah, Lil Uzi and the label and miss me with all of that okay man shout out to meg because clearly she's doing the same thing listen lil uzi was hotter than the baby i know that's hard to imagine but if people really tune back 2016 money longer all those uzi mixtapes in that album, you could not walk outside without hearing Lil Uzi somewhere. And so, if it's truly his album or, or his label that's holding back his music, okay, I can't fight that. But it seems to me that's what a lot of artists say in this climate now when they start to drop. And when they start to realize that they struck the iron while it was hot.
when you have such a gimmicky kind of music, people will eventually not only get tired of it, but you become easily replaceable. Because gimmicks get old. Sayings, words, they get old. Woke up to a kid. Yo, who says that? Nobody say that no more. Yo, who does? Nobody does that no more. I'm, I'm literally speaking in abonics right now. Who do that? Where they do that at? Gimmicks get old. The baby is a gimmick. His rap style is easily uh, copy and paste. A talented rapper could easily come on a the baby song and rap just like him. A talented rapper cannot go on a Drake song and rap like Drake, no matter how badly they want it to. That is a recipe for a nosedive. Because there will be another artist to come out that will be hotter than you. Shout out Fabio Foreign. Ay, ay, ay. Everybody saying ay, ay, ay now. When Uzi was hired, everybody, yeah. I fuck on that bitch. Yeah. Everybody was talking like that. Everybody. The rap game has changed. It's really it, man. It's really changed. But in conclusion, let's have a separate category. Let's open up a new category. It's called Melodist. And let's start identifying these trash rappers because they're trash. Thank you. Today was a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening. Come back for episode two next week. Really appreciate you here. I was your host, Dev. See you soon.